Unsolved Killers Amongst Us, Episode 1, The Delphi Murders. The two girls, 13-year-old Abby J. Williams and 14-year-old Liberty Rose Lynn German, were dropped off by Kelsey Williams at 1.35pm on February the 14th at a trailhead on Country Road 300 North in Delphi, Indiana, USA, and began their hike through the wooded park. By 5.35pm, the girls were reported missing, and the next day at midday, the girls were found near the northern bank of Deer Creek, beneath the Monon Rail Bridge. They were last seen on their final Snapchat, and further recorded evidence was hinted at being in police storage, reportedly an audio recording of the entire ordeal, including the murders themselves. Other than this, evidence is scarce. A few eyewitnesses' accounts of seeing a man in the area on the day, and an unregistered parked vehicle on the fringes of the park that was seen to have left after the murders. This case stands out as the killer was captured by the brave girls on their Snapchat accounts, dubbing the killer the Snapchat killer in the media. A grainy and brief video showing the suspect ambling along behind the girls on the Monon Rail Bridge and saying, down the hill, was released to the public, a chilling final picture of the horrible event. The suspect is hard to distinguish. Is he overweight or just overdressed? Is he old or young? And does he or doesn't he have a beard? Does he have a limp or a unique gait? And is he hiding the murder weapon in his jeans? All these questions and more were asked by the police, and two separate composite sketches show two entirely different suspects, which by viewing the video for yourself is entirely, entirely understandable. The bodies were found brutally murdered near Moton Railbridge on February the 14th, 2017 at midday. The police report on the nature of the murders has been sealed due to the savagery of the crimes, but there have been several interesting leaks suggesting the possible reality of the crime. Initial stances on the murders suggested they had been strangled down the hill from the railway track and left to be found. However, a leaked report from an officer who spoke out of turn by accident suggests a much more horrifying scene. The girls had been butchered, gouges and cuts carved into their bodies, and bundles of twigs and large branches had been forcefully inserted into their wounds and orifices. Another account suggested by locals who had attended the funeral is that the girls had been decapitated, for at the funeral scarves were wrapped about their necks, concealing the mysterious wounds that lie there. Reports also suggest that they had broken fingers at the funeral, another disturbing detail. Could it have been a simple throat slashing? Sealing this information has suggested that in fact the crimes are far worse, and that releasing this information would be damaging to the families and the victims. The police are still trying to find the killer two years later, and they have since released further audio from the girl's phone, which though muffled, is chillingly clear. Guys, the killer says in a normal voice. Down the hill, is spoken next in a much deeper and raspier voice. This haunts me, and has since become an infamous and chilling audio clip. This statement suggests the killer heard of the girls down the hill, and with his earlier of tone of voice, suggests that he may have been following them and talking to them as they crossed the bridge, and as he grew nearer, possibly causing the girls to record him. Another photo of one of the girls shows far in the distance the silhouette of the man, eerily stalking them through the woods. This crime has shaken the community in the area, and curfews and many other safety measures have been employed to keep the young people of the area with each other and seen at all times. Here are a few of the favourite suspects on the internet for the Delphi murders. Thomas Bruce, who formerly works as a pastor, is charged with fatally shooting one woman and sexually assaulting two others after having ordered them at gunpoint into the back room of a suburban St. Louis shop for religious supplies. Committed in broad daylight on November 19, 2018, these crimes put Bruce in the spotlight of the press. Some noted his being of a similar stature to the then-current suspect description in the Delphi slayings. 
Also, his wearing of a flat cap and a navy blue jacket during this attack, not unlike the suspect's costume in the Delphi case. Indiana State Police did look into his possible connection in November. On December the 4th, Bruce was charged with no less than 17 felony counts related to the St. Louis case and could receive the death penalty. He awaits his fate to this day. And the favourite suspect of the internet and myself is Paul Etter, who lived near Delphi and had seven children and a wife. In 2019, he committed a rape of opportunity, and when cornered by the police, he shot himself. He had access to unregistered cars, much like the one at the Delphi murder scene, and had posted disturbing satanic statuses to his Facebook account when on the run from the police after committing his rape. He feels the appearance suggested by the video, but officers have not moved further on this man as he is now dead. He is highly likely the Delphi murderer, in my opinion. Now keep in mind, that is all subject to change, and it's only based on circumstantial evidence discovered by me and others on the internet. As the years go by and the case grows colder, it grows harder and harder for the police to find time to revisit the case and search through all the details. If you wish to further your discussion of the Delphi murders, please visit delphimurder forward slash dot reddit or comment below to start a discussion with me and other listeners. Be sure to tune in next week for our episode on the horrifying murders of the Long Island serial killer, a fascinating and mysterious case with many dangling threads. This case remains unsolved, these girls remain victims, and this killer still lives amongst us.